to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. July 27th, 2020. Investors are still underestimating the significance of revamped Call of Duty franchise, raising Activision price target to $92. We're raising our ATVI price target to $92 as we believe the company could notably exceed earnings expectations in the second half of 2020 with Call of Duty strength, even as we are not far above Q2 consensus. While the exact timing of key Blizzard releases remains up in the air, we have growing confidence in the company's turnaround reaching all of its core franchises and believe investors are also overlooking the stealthy power of the company's existing content library. Our $92 price target is 26 times our average 2020 to 2022 earnings per share estimate of $3.52. We use the three-year average versus 2021 expected due to timing uncertainty on major content releases. Last October, we initiated ATVI with a buy rating just prior to BlizzCon. At the time, we said, quote, in addition to a potential BlizzCon catalyst, A more player-friendly approach with improved post-launch execution and the ability to leverage COD Mobile success across its other franchises should create the company that investors expected ATVI to become when shares reached their heights in the middle of 2018. With at least three rejuvenated Blizzard franchises and well-placed bets, especially on mobile, expanding its global player base and profitability. Well, ATVI stock has now returned to its mid-2018 highs, and our current EPS estimates are even higher for 2020 and forward years than we had in our initiation. This, even as we have not seen meaningful new Diablo or Overwatch content, which was in our 2020 expectations at the time. Sure, the global pandemic and related video game engagement benefits and stay-at-home multiple expansion has been a tailwind, one that will have much longer-lasting impacts than many investors realize, though. But Call of Duty execution has been even better than we hoped, especially in getting Battle Royale right. Warzone is simply a hit. As we look forward to the back half of the year, we see substantial upside to street estimates as some pandemic tailwinds continue, and especially as Warzone is not going anywhere. We actually don't understand how Q4 consensus for the Activision division is down year over year. But besides Call of Duty retaining the step function growth we've already seen in 2020, COD's success also illuminates the potential for other ATVI franchises, even beyond Diablo and Overwatch. In fact, recently announced, ATVI recently announced both a mobile free-to-play game and a f- and new frontline release for Crash Bandicoot, a franchise that investors have overlooked beyond an earnings fill from remasters. We believe Call of Duty's interrelated multi-platform approach, 
including free-to-play, combined with significant new content and player-friendly monetization, not only created step function growth for its most lucrative franchise, but is a paradigm we should expect across ATVI's PC and, uh, and console IP. Significant additional earnings growth will come as ATVI applies a similar blueprint to more franchises. And the company is far closer to that reality now than what investors mistakenly thought the last time ATVI reached its current share price. Pandemic tailwinds should persist for ATVI. Video games have perhaps been the biggest beneficiary of the pandemic across media and entertainment, as we detailed in our piece, Eight Key Video Game Takeaways from the Quarantine. The video game engagement lift exceeded all other types of entertainment, and the quarantine actually accelerated other industry trends, such as the shift to digital, that are accretive to publishers. This translated into blowout Q1 publisher results and Q2 guidance. Clearly, the engagement trends of the lockdown are not going to persist forever. And we believe engagement has even mildly abated since we last heard from publishers. However, we do expect direct tailwinds to persist at least until the beginning of next year, especially in the United States. Quite simply, COVID-19 is not going away anytime soon. Reopenings have generally been halted and work from home and online school seem set to persist in much of the country. We also expect video games to continue to take share from linear media. A slow restart to movie and television production should create a lack of new content well into 2021. It's hard to quantify what the lasting engagement effects of the pandemic will be. Ultimately, the largest opportunity for publishers will be to retain new and re-engaged players. One thing is for sure, the pandemic timing was fortuitous for the industry and ATVI specifically. It should catalyze the new console cycle. Already, Sony has upped its PS5 production targets to meet expected demand. For ATVI, Warzone was the right game at the right time as a broad appeal shooter with low barriers to entry, being free to play. It is also a good game. Post-pandemic player retention will largely be up to the publishers keeping them interested. The recent cadence and quality of content releases across Call of Duty makes us bullish for that franchise. With the shift to a games-as-a-service model, publishers do directly monetize time spent. As player engagement falls, it will inevitably have some per-player monetization impact across several franchises, especially on mobile. However, for Call of Duty, the use of the subscription battle pass should mitigate these effects. World of Warcraft being subscription also should be more immune. ATVI's most lucrative franchise is its model franchise. The lockdown has helped the entire game's business, but ATVI's turnaround largely comes down to execution. And ATVI has transformed its most successful franchise over the past 10 months, significantly increasing the overall earnings power of the company. 
The franchise is now multiple distinct but related games operating together, which dramatically expand COD's monetizable base, but also work synergistically to deepen engagement across the franchise and cross-sell to each other. Importantly, each is supported by high-quality content with constant updates and a fair monetization system. Ultimately, success for ATVI will come not just through new frontline releases, but by revitalizing all of its franchises, utilizing aspects of what we have seen in Todd's transition. Mobile. Translating PC console IP to mobile dramatically expands its reach, whether through cross-play or distinct new experiences. There are 3.5 billion smartphone users in the world, and 2.5 billion of them are playing games. ATVI has been investing towards making this a reality for a while, despite investor skepticism. CODM not only should generate $450 million or so in 2020 bookings, but is also a proof of concept with several other projects in development. We believe mobile will be a crucial part of most of ATVI's franchises. Of note, while CODM and Diablo Immortal use third parties for development, the recently announced Crash Bandicoot on-the-run mobile game was made by King. The less deep mobile translations where finding the right marketing and monetization loops are where finding the right marketing and monetization loops are paramount should be led by King. Free-to-play cons- on console and PC. Warzone was a major risk for ATVI, despite the success of Fortnite and Apex Legends paving the way in the battle royale genre. The cannibalization debate was legitimate, especially as COD sells through over a billion dollars of units annually. Some investors are still worried about this fall's release Cold War. While Modern Warfare sold record units in Q1, they've attributed that principally to the lockdown. However, some portion of the millions of new and lapsed players playing Warzone and also COD-M will ultimately convert. While we're modeling slightly down COD units in Q4, we wouldn't be surprised to see record sales for the 2020 release. Meanwhile, the player scale should yield marketing efficiency as ATVI has direct access to such a wide funnel of players. Not every franchise will lend itself to a free-to-play experience, but we expect Warzone will embolden the company to take more risks. Specifically, we expect Overwatch to become a franchise where free-to-play and an upfront sale coexist. The current Overwatch and the PvP content associated with Overwatch 2 will be free-to-play, while the PvE Overwatch 2 will require an upfront purchase. Leveraging Library Content Remasters have been part of the playbook, and a Modern Warfare 2 remaster was released in March. But COD Franchise has leveraged its library in other ways. A large portion of Call of Duty Mobile is essentially a mobile recreation of maps, guns, and experiences from past COD games. Utilizing this content is not just cost efficient, but adds familiarity 
and nostalgia to the game for console players. In general, we do not believe investors are paying enough attention to ATVI's content library outside of the success of World of Warcraft Classic. First, the high-margin remaster business has been a steady earnings contributor, especially for Activision. In the past three years, it's released two successful Crash Bandicoot remasters with the Insane Trilogy selling over 10 million units, a number that would be a huge win for any other publisher as an upfront release. More importantly, these paved the way for a revival of the franchise, with Crash 4 coming in October and the mobile release shortly thereafter. Given the sales figures for the trilogy, we are optimistic the franchise will regain durability. We hope to see a similar playbook with the Diablo 2 remaster in 21 to set the stage for the Diablo 4 release. Activision is releasing a remaster of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 in September, which could be interesting. Vicarious Visions, also the Crash Trilogy studio, isn't just remastering the games, but also modernizing them with online multiplayer and a much more robust create-a-park mode. Increased Content Velocity As the business has moved to a -a games-as-a-service model, players require a constant stream of new high-quality content. The pace of content releases and events has picked up notably year over year in multiplayer, which is extended to warfare. As management mentioned in Q1, COD Mobile is now launching seasonal events every four weeks. Blizzard has accelerated its content release cadence in Hearthstone. However, there is significant upside across the rest of the portfolio. We assume that any new releases, including mobile, will have a backlog of content ready and waiting. At WoW, Classic has seen continuous updates. However, Modern WoW still sees an expansion every other year, leading to an ebb and flow of WoW subs. We expect that to change. Thoughtful, player-friendly monetization. COD's monetization system has been fully transformed over the past two years, getting rid of paid DLC and crates, loot boxes, in favor of the battle pass and store bundles. The shared progression and monetization system between Warzone and Modern Warfare was a smart way to tie the games together and help promote cross-selling. Estimates and Valuation We believe execution across Activision and Blizzard's portfolio will push ATVI's normalized annual earnings power beyond $4 by 2023. Precision and estimates over the next few years are difficult, though, especially without the exact timing of the frontline Blizzard releases that will fully revitalize Diablo and Overwatch. Given the uncertainty of timing, instead of valuing ATVI on a multiple of 2021, we use the 
a three-year blend of our 2020 to 2022 EPS estimates of $3.52. We are assigning a 26 times multiple, yielding a price target of $92. ATVI's recent peak multiple was 29 times forward EPS. We believe ATVI could approach that multiple given accelerating industry and company growth with market conditions. Our 2020 estimate is 308 versus street at 277. Our 2021 estimate is 350 versus street 303. Our 2022 estimate is 398 versus the street at 343. In terms of our 2020 estimates, we expect a small beat in Q2 relative to the street. We believe company guidance for the quarter was somewhat in the ballpark. However, for the back half of the year, we see significant upside to street estimates. Ultimately, this is because we are modeling a continuation of bi-monthly new seasons of Call of Duty slash Warzone with its player base and monetization conversion hanging in. Falling into Cold War, but a resurgence after. We are also modeling 6 million units of contribution from Crash in Q4. Other key assumptions underlying our 2020 to 2022 model include a continuation but easing of stay-at-home tailwinds throughout the rest of 2020 for Activision, Blizzard, and King. The release of Overwatch 2 in Q4 2021 and Diablo 4 in Q4 of 2022. Q4 Cold War unit sales down 2.5 million versus Modern Warfare in Q4 2019. Flat bookings for Call of Duty Mobile in 2020 and 2021. No material contribution from Diablo Immortal until 2021. And flat bookings from King in 2021 with increased ad revenue and other titles offsetting a decline in IAP at Candy. If you read our note, you will be able to see a summary of our estimates, which we had laid out. There are risks to our rating and price target. Our numbers assume meaningful bookings from upcoming Blizzard titles Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. Any delay in production and release would have a direct impact on our numbers. Pandemic-related tailwinds abate faster than expected and are one-time in nature. Warzone success as an FTP offering ultimately cannibalizes sales of this fall's newest COD premium release, Cold War. Activision's upcoming releases, which are based on IP that originated 20-plus years ago, could fail to resonate with present-day players. COD Mobile fails to maintain its current monetization trajectory over an extended period of time. Poor execution of in-game monetization could alienate consumers. Finally, inability to develop advertising business and non-Candy Crush IP for King. We hope 
you found our note on Activision to be informative and our reading to be enjoyable. Thank you for listening.